How, how come you guys are always making noise? It helps keep you awake. We're excited about God. Well, said we're excited about God. Man, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we love God and we live called. Huh? Come on. We, we love God. Everybody say, I love God and I live called. Say it one more time. I love God and I live called. And I'm telling you that when you do it, it when, you, when you start making the transition, and some of you guys, listen, you've been around, you've been around uh, church life uh, for a long time, and it's, it can get kind of dangerous because we start thinking that, okay, I got this. I got this down. You see, loving God changes all the time. He, he changes up on you, and, 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 uh, uh, and he's, he's going to stretch you, and he's going to grow you. And living called, man, that, that, that ain't a, it's not like seven minutes and, okay, I'm in. No, living called is every single day. It's every single day. And, and it's not forgetting what you know. Because, see, what the enemy wants to do is get you so distracted, so busy, so stressed out that you start forgetting what you know. See, because the deal is, is that you know a lot of stuff. It's just you forgot that you knew it. And in the heat, in the heat of the battle, he, you know, James put it this way. He said, you know, looking in the Word of God is kind of like a man walking up to a mirror. And he beholds who he is, but then he walks away and quickly forgets who he is. See, and that's what the enemy wants you to do is, is, is to forget who you are. Because so many times we're so hyper-focused on what we're doing. And it ain't really about what you're doing. It's about who you're becoming. You know, who are the kids going to date? Who cares? How are they going to date? What school am I going to go to? I'm going to go study. What school? That's not the issue. How, how are you going to be a student? It's who you are. Remember, you're being conformed into the image of his son. See, so that no matter where, see, because the enemy, the enemy will get you to thinking uh, that, that it's about what. And, 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 you know, obviously what, I'm not saying that you can just do anything you want. I'm telling you that if you are who you're supposed to be, you'll automatically do Right. You don't increase your value in the kingdom of God by doing more. You increase your value. You, you be who God's called you to be. If any man be in Christ, he's new. And the old thing starts losing its grip. See, if you start understanding who you are, that, that you are a child of God, that you are blood-bought, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, if you, if you get this, that man, man, I, I'm telling you, if you can get this, I am victorious. I am forgiven. I'm holy, righteous, and blameless in his eyes. And if you, if you get a revelation that, hey, you know what? I'm innocent. The slate's been wiped clean. I'm not guilty. You know what you'll do? You'll stop acting guilty. You'll stop doing things that guilty people do because a lot of times you do stupid stuff because you might as well. Because I'm already guilty. No, you're already victorious. So you can't forget what you know. You can't forget what you know. We know some things. Romans 8, right? 28. For we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We know, we know, we know all things are working together. All things. Even the things we don't like. Man, even the things that are uncomfortable, even the things that are tough, man, it's all working together 
Why? Because I love God. And I'm called according to his purpose. It's to his purpose, man. Look at somebody and tell them, I love God. And I'm living called. Check this out in 1 John 5. I love this stuff. He that hath the Son, anybody in here hath the Son? Oh, come on. If you're born again, hold up both hands. Check it out. If you have the Son, you have life. Zoe, the Greek word, life. Z-O-E, God life. Life as God has it. It's more life than death. More, more joy than sorrow, more hope than despair, more peace than chaos, more provision than lack, more healing than sickness. It's not the absence of death. It's just you have so much life that when death shows up, life stands up and swallows it. Man, you, if you have the sun, see, you, here's the thing you got to do. You got to do. You got you to know this. I have got the son of God. I have life as God has it. Quit, quit letting the enemy talk you out of that reality. Well, yeah, but I don't like what's going on. Well, suck it up. You know, it, it, you know, it, it ain't going to last forever. There's all kinds of things that we don't like. But the reality is if, if we have the Son, we have life. And he that doesn't have the Son, he's missing out on life. And these things have I written unto you. Check it out. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you might know. See, there's some things you need to know that you might know that you don't just have Zoe, you have Zoe unending. Jesus said that the thief, you know, he's trying to kill, steal, destroy. But I've come that you might have and enjoy life in abundance to the top till it overflows. We're talking about a crazy level of life. More than you can contain. And, and, and he said, you know, I, I've written this stuff so that you would know that you got this. Because when you know something, what does it do? It builds a confidence in you that you didn't have before you knew it. But you begin to know something. In, in that kind of what uh, uh, Romans 10, 17 is all about, faith cometh and cometh and cometh and cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. You start hearing the Word of God. Hearing's not listening. Hearing's understand. You begin to understand some stuff that you didn't know, and faith that you didn't have begins to grow on the inside of you. So your confidence level begins to come. He said, I've written these things so that you might know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence. Next verse. This is the confidence that we have in it. Because if you begin to know that you got God life, I'm telling you something. Confidence is going to grow. Now, you, you, you know, there's a very, very thin line between confident and arrogant. Well, you know, brother, we don't want to be arrogant. I think you ought to take that really thin line and use it to jump rope. Man, you need to get some confidence. He said, you need to get some confidence. And I don't care if, I don't care if, you, if your neighbor thinks that well, I, they, they, they just think they're better. No, I know I'm better. You, are you kidding me? God in my life compared to God without my life? No, I'm better. Dude, I look the devil in the eyeballs and tell him, you know what? I'm too good for sorrow. I don't need pity. I got power. This is the confidence that we have in him. See, some of us, some of us, we're living like we ain't got confidence. I'm here to change all that today. Why? Because I'm going to remind you of something that you know. And you know that if you're in Christ, you have life. And if you have life, this is the confidence that we have in him. 
that if we ask anything, if we ask anything according to his will, brother, it says according to his will, duh. You know, they're all worried. You know, it just freaks me out how many people get, you know, well, you know, if we teach this, then people are, you know, we'll be asking for the wrong things. Well, they won't get it. The Bible says you have not because you ask not, and you ask and receive not because you ask and miss, consume it upon your own lust. Well, we'll figure that out. But he said this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, we know. Here's something else you know. I said here's something else you know. You already know all things are working together for good. You already know that, that he, he wants you to know that you have more life than death. You know that. Your confidence is building. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, we know he hears us. And if we know he hears us, look at the next verse. If we know he hears us, we know we're going to receive the petition that we desired of him. Shut the front door. So if, I, if I'm living according to his will, I know that there ain't nothing that he won't do for me. Well, I'm not sure. You're going to be, because I'm taking on the, 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 the task of informing you <laughs> that, uh, you know what, God called you out of darkness, darkness where you don't know stuff. And he has translated you into the marvelous light, the discernment, the understanding, the revelation of his son. That you would know that, man, if, if I'm living in the will of God, I can ask for anything. Now, the enemy, he wants you, he wants you to think you've missed the will of God. The, the, the enemy, and just human nature, just, you know, we, we end up separating ourselves. Well, I must be out of the will of God because, you know what, I don't like what's going on, so this couldn't possibly be the will of God. You know, because if I was in the will of God, you know, everything would be peachy. Everything would be easy. Everything would be soft. Everybody would like me. That's really weird because Jesus was in the will of God. Spent 40 days in the desert, tempted and tested by the devil without food. How many of you want the will of God for your life? <laughs> Smart answer. I'm not sure. You know, it's funny because people always, are, you know, one of the biggest questions that we ever get asked is, how do I know if this is the Lord's will? How do I know if I'm in the will of God? You know why, you know why that, that, that question comes up so much? Because people are unsure if they're in the will of God. They've been talked out of it. They've been told, hey, man, you're so far out of the will of God. My God. You're so far out of the will of God. Well, let, first let me just tell you this, how, how to have a collision with the will of God. How to have a collision with the Word of God. See, because uh, the, you, you can't help it. If, if we took this and we said, this, this, this little bag, this is the Word of God. Okay? This is the Word of God. All of God's Word is right here. And if we open up the Word of God, we pull out maps. These are the ways of God. See, because you know how you're going to find the ways of God? By getting in the Word of God. By the way, if you're not going to get in the Word of God, don't worry about the ways of God. Because you ain't ever going to know. There's a way that seems right to you, but it sucketh. That's King James. It sucketh. Okay? There, there's, a way, there's a way you think it should be done, but who cares what you think? God said, my thoughts are so much higher than your thoughts. And, and he didn't say that to put you down. It was an invitation up. 
right? But, but, but my ways are not your ways. So you got to do it God's way, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing, his way of being right. So you gotta, you gotta, you got to be doing life God's way. But you can't do God's, you know, you can't do God life. You, you can't do life God's way and not be in the word. you got to open the word of God to find the ways of God. Okay, and, and then, then you start studying the ways of God, and, 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 and you find something that's hidden, like a, like a hidden treasure, a secret treasure, you know, and it's hidden in there, and what is it? Oh, yeah, this is the will of God for my life. See, you, you, you're looking for the will of God, but if you ain't in the Word of God, you ain't even got to worry about the will of God. It's, it's you know... Dude, you want the will of God, and, 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 and to be honest with you, you, you know, a lot of us, we're going to actually question that, because you think about it, the will of God has Jesus, what, the will of God has Jesus getting beaten and scourged and spat upon and nailed to a tree. Here, here's, a, here's a great verse. Uh, I, I read this this morning. They don't have it to put it up on the screen, and I shared it with the guys, and Stephen said if I didn't read it, he was going to yell it out. This First Peter 4.19, and listen to this in the Living Bible. It says, if you are suffering according to God's will. What? Well, I thought if I was in the will of God, everything would be easy. <laughs> That's cute. If you're suffering according to God's will, keep on doing what is right. And trust yourself to the God who made you. Check this out. For he will never fail you. See, some, sometimes the will of God is, 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 is tough. It ain't easy. See, because we, we've, been, we've been, I don't know where we, where we bought into this thing, man. Uh, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, I just want you to picture this thing. You know, just picture the sky and, and paint, a, paint a white line down the middle of the sky. And on one side, right, lies from the pit of hell. And on the other side, truth from the word of God. And, and, and we're going to live according to the truth, man. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get rid of the lies. But here's a lie from the pit of hell that the will of God's always going to be pleasurable. That's a lie. I said, that's a lie. If you're suffering according to the will of God. So sometimes, man, and, and the suffering, you know what it's talking about, go do your word study. You know, people have betrayed you, people turn their back on you, things have come up against you, you know, and, and, and things are they're happening that shouldn't be happening. He said, just keep doing what's right. Just make sure you stay in the way of God. Just do it God's way. Just do it God's way. Why? Because he'll never fail you. He'll never fail you. But see, if you're going to have a collision with the will of God, you're going to have to be living according to the ways of God. And if you're going to live according to the ways of God, you're going to have to be into the word of God. Because if you're not in the word of God, you're not going to know the ways of God. And if you don't know the ways of God, you ain't ever going to collide with the will of God. So you got to get in the word and you got to search out his ways. That's what they said. In the, you know, hey, teach me thy ways. Isaiah said, you'll hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Ezra said, God, show us the right way for us, the right way for our little ones, the right way for our substance. There's a right way for you. There's a right way for your kids. There's a right way 
for your money. He's going to start talking about money. Well, you, I wish sometimes people would just choke on that. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, moving along. Um, you know, I just don't know about this thing, this will of God thing. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about Jonah for a minute. Oh, yeah, he ran from the will of God. Really? Yeah, he received a word from God to go someplace. He went the other way. He ran right out of the will of God. Really? Even as Jonah was in the belly of a fish for three days, so the Son of Man shall be in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. So Jonah was a type and a shadow of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You think he was out of the will of God? Huh. Well, I'll tell you what they're doing. It'll never work. It'll never work. That can't be the will of God. Well, yeah, but you, you might be misunderstanding something about the will of God. The will of God is never intended to please you. The will of God was never intended to comfort you. The will of God is intended to move you into a collision with his purpose, not yours. <laughs> Dude, you need to read the book. There are some, there's some great stuff. Great stuff. Go, go, go to Judges. Check this out. Let, let's, talk about, let's talk about a familiar, uh, familiar guy, character in the book, Samson. And, and, and a woman bore a son and called his name Samson, and the child grew. They do that. They get big. And, I love the ands of God, because it means he's never satisfied with just growing. I'm telling you something, get in Christ, you're going to grow. And, the Lord blessed him. You're saved, you're forgiven, you're righteous. And it's his plan to bless you. Man, you need to know. You need to know the will of God. Man, I'm telling you, it's God's will that everything I set my hand to will prosper. It's God's will that every place of soul of my foot shall tread. He's going to give it to me. It's God's will that all my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of my children. It is God's will that I'm above only, not beneath. It's God's will that I'm blessed coming in. It's God's will that I'm blessed going out. It's God's will that I, hello, somebody, that I'm going to live in a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, a quiet resting place. It's God's will. But it's hard right now. But what do you know about the will of God? Don't let the devil talk you out of what you know. I'm blessed. I'm healthy, wealthy, blessed. Yeah, but I ain't got no money right now. I'm healthy, wealthy, and blessed. And the Lord blessed him. I, I got to keep moving. I'm already out of time, and I'm not even started. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move upon him. Okay, go to, go to chapter 14. Here we go. Check this out. 
Samson went down to Timnath, and he saw a woman there. Uh-oh. And he looks at this woman. She's a daughter of the Philistines. And, and he came up, and he told his mama and his daddy, <laughs> I found what I want. That's what he said. Go get her for me. And mom and dad, mom and dad, look, look, look at the next one. And his mom and dad said, uh, is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brother or among all thy people that you can go and take her for a wife? Uh, uh, you know, but you got to go to these uncircumcised. These people are not only oppressing us, they're hard. They're mean. They're cruel. Wrong choice, son. Hey, hey, hey parents, ha- have your kids ever said something that they're going to do something and you went, what? Man, you need to stop and get an ID10T form. If you don't know what that is, just write it down. I-D-10-T. Idiot. <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh, huh, uh, this ain't going to work. Man, and, and not only will it not work, but your whole nation's going to be against you. You know, you've been set apart for God. And, and, and you have this covenant thing going. This is like the dumbest thing. This is, Samson said, get her for me. She pleases me well. Look at the next verse. His father and mother knew not that it was of the Lord. This relationship will never work. It wasn't designed to work. It was designed to move him into a collision with God's purpose. Man, I'm telling you, in just a minute, you're going to start thinking, oh, wait a minute. Think about the different things that have occurred in your life. Think about the different choices that you made that that took you to a place. Think, think, Think about the collisions. Think about the failures. Oh, they weren't failures. That was fertilizer. Huh? That, 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 that's not failure. That's fertilizer. What is it going to do? It's going to make you grow. He's going down. He's going down. You know, with mom and dad. He's he's heading down there, and, and he's basically he's on his way to his bachelor party. I challenge you. Go read the whole story. He's on his way to his bachelor's party, and and, and uh, yeah, they're together, but yet they're not. I, I don't know how to how to how to explain this. They're all going to meet there, but on the way down there, a, a, a young lion comes out and roars against him. Matter of fact, check this out. Look, at, let's just read five and six. Samson went down, yeah, and came to the vineyards of Timnath, and behold, a young lion roared against him. Look at verse six. And uh, and uh, uh, six, there it is. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he rent him as he would have a kid, and he had nothing in his hand. Everybody say nothing in his hand. Shout it out. Nothing in his hand. Sometimes God has to get you to where you have nothing in your hand, so you can recognize His hand. See, you, you're getting stripped down to nothing. What happened to the will of God? Oh, he's going to show himself. You know, some of the greatest challenge, this, up, up to this point in this guy's life, man, this is the greatest challenge he's ever faced. And, and, a, and a lion roars against him, and he rips it in half. And I guarantee you, he walks away from there going, what just happened? I mean, it blew his mind. He had nothing in his hand. It kind of reminds me of the verse uh, in Ecclesiastes when it says, the race is not to the swift. How do you win that race? You're not that fast. 
The battle is not to the strong. How'd you win that battle? You ain't that strong. Riches are not to men of understanding. How'd you get so wealthy, dude? You ain't that smart. Why? Because God leads you into situations with nothing in your hand so you can see his hand moving upon your life. Man, I'm telling you, if he hadn't had that challenge, that spirit of him would have never stood up. If he hadn't faced that lion, he, man, I, I'm telling you, that, that, that courage would have never popped up. And, and later on, he's, he's, he's heading back, you know, and, and, uh, and he's thinking to himself, I'm going to swing by. He never told his mom and dad about this. And, and, he, and he's getting closer to the place where he had the greatest victory of his life so far. And he hears this, and he starts tracking that down. And, he, and the bees have, have built, uh, you know, a, a hive inside the carcass. And he reaches in. Remember, re, remember, he reaches in with his hand, and he pulls out the honey. Remember, the hand that was empty is now full. And what was the greatest challenge in his life becomes the sweetest moment that he's ever known. See, some of the challenges that you face, the enemies tried to convince you that was out of the will of God. You, 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 there's something sweet there if you'll reach in. If you'll reach into that thing and pull it out, you go, my God, there, there's something life-giving here. You know, hey, that, that, that separation, that divorce, that sickness, that, 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 that bankruptcy, that, that, that breakup, it might it, 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 it's so hurtful. Hey, reach in there. Reach in there and find the honey. The devil's telling you, so far from the will of God. No, 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 you don't get it. I'm writing them all things work together for my good because I'm loving God and I'm living called to his purpose. To his purpose. See, see, uh, I, I, Isaiah, or no, Hebrews. Hebrews says, don't throw away. Hebrews 10, 35. Don't throw away your confidence. Remember that confidence that we have because we know, we know that we're in Christ and we know that we have life and that it builds a confidence in us. And, and he said, don't throw away your confidence which has great recompense of a reward. For you have need of patience. Patience is not the ability to wait a long time. Patience is the ability to remain unchanged regardless of time. You have need of patience for after you've done the will of God, you're going to receive the promise. Well, what's the will of God? That you do it life His way. I'm telling you, the ways of God are what you want. Because you do the ways of God, you collide with the will of God. The problem with us is we don't recognize the will of God very often. I've just proven it to you. We, we didn't know that. We didn't know. We didn't, why? Because the steps, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Hey, there's only two teams, good and evil. Are you on the good? Who's on the good team? Well, then your steps are ordered of the Lord. I don't like where they've taken me. The will wasn't designed to please you. See, if the enemy can get you to think you're out of the will of God, he'll talk you into releasing the promise of God. Because the promise comes after you do the will. So in order... In order to experience the promise, you have to fulfill the will. In order to fulfill the will, you do life his way. In order to understand his way, you have to have his word. So you got to get in the word so that you'll understand the way. When you understand the way, you'll collide with the will. And it, there's going to be moments where you don't recognize that this is God. How could this be God? But David said, you know what? I look behind me. And I can see where God orchestrated that whole thing.
You know, uh, I know a young man whose heart was attached to a young woman. And they packed up in pursuit of the will of God. And they got a long ways from home. And there was a huge shift in the young lady's heart, which broke the young man's heart, which moved him to seek God because he had, he had left home to, to, you know, with, with, with his heart connected to this young woman, he had left home to, to find the will of God. And, and in his search for the will of God, it separated his heart from her heart, and his heart's broken. No, his heart was being made whole. And, 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 and you know, the thing of it is, is that, uh, you know, hey, you had that marriage to that idiot, and he betrayed you, and he wounded you, and he walked off and left you with these kids, and you're calling the kids a blessing, and you're cursing their dad. Well, the Bible says that blessing and curses can't come out of the same well. So you, you can't be speaking evil about the daddy and blessing on the kid. Why does the enemy want you to do it? Because, well, that would be your way. But see, God's way is radically different. And if you want to collide with the will of God for you and your kids, you better change your ways. Oh my God, we're kind of like in something here. You know, your way, your way ain't just, ain't just keeping you from the will. You know, if, if I just start doing stuff my way, <laughs> we're all in trouble. God wants you to collide with his will. God has a plan for your life. It's not to hurt you. It's to help you. To prosper you. To give you hope. To give you future. You have to surrender your will. Your way. Your word. We doing okay? You know, I, I just need to mess with the way you think. That's my job. Well, the Bible says, hey, you, you know, uh, when it comes to your leaders, you know, kind of be careful and, and honor your leaders because they have to give an account for your soul. And your soul is the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make your choices. If you're thinking wrong, I got to tell you, if I don't tell you that you're thinking wrong, listen, I know you think what I ought to do is pat you on the head and tell you you're a good little guy. But, but, but if I don't help you think right, I got to stand before God, and he's asked me, why didn't you tell him they were thinking wrong? And I, got, I can't say, well, because I wanted them to like me. You know, your way, your way, think about it. In all of the different areas of our life where we need to, we need to change our ways, we need to embrace his ways. You know, some of you guys, I'm just going to meddle for a minute. Okay, because some, some of you guys, you know, you don't tithe. Well, I do. I, I, you know, I take, I take my money, but I'm sending it to other places. Isn't that kind of like going to a restaurant and saying, hey, I'm going to give you the tip, but a friend of mine's got a restaurant in another city, I'm going to send them the money. Isn't that kind of weird? What if your way is out of alignment with his way? Well, I just need you to know that I told you that if you don't do it his way, 
you won't get his will. I need you to know this. Hey, uh, your way of thinking. Well, I tell you what. We don't need to be really super committed to, to the church thing. Because, you know, this is the locker room and the game's, the game's out there on the field. Really? Why does the Bible say, forsake not the assembling together of the saints, even as, you know, as the days approach? It, it, I'm just telling you, there's probably a place in your life where your way isn't in alignment with his. And I say that not to condemn you, but to help you. I'm telling you, God, there's ways that I have that God's going, you're going to change that way. If you've known me for very long, you know God's been changing my ways. Because I, I just got to tell you something. My way, we would not be where we are together, you and me. And, and No, because you, I would have offended you a long time ago. On purpose. Well, because, when, you know, when we started this thing, you know, there's a bunch of these guys that talked us into it. You remember that? Don't leave, stay. And I'm thinking... Dude, we'll just get some people together. We'll, we'll hang out at Joe and Glenda's house. I'll irritate everybody when they're all mad. I can leave town. I've been trying ever since. God's changing my ways. You need, you need to get aggressive and say, okay, God, show me your ways. I can trust you. I can trust you because you're a good, good father. It's perfect all of his ways. You know, I'm good, but I ain't that good. There's got to be some ways here, Lord, that you would love for me to align with your ways so that I could collide with your will so that your purpose could be fulfilled. You know, for some of you guys in your relationships, it's going to change the way you talk to each other. It's going to change the way you deal with each other. Why? Because the will of God for your house is not chaotic warfare. It's peaceful habitation. I'm telling you, God's wanting to grow you. And the child grew. We read this today. And the child grew and the Lord blessed him. Don't ask for the blessing if you're unwilling to grow. Dude, I, I, I wish I had like an hour. There's so much stuff in this story. But we're right here. We're right here. We're, we're, at a, we're, we're at an apex. I want you to close your book and bow your head. Some of you guys, you've been, you've been struggling to live life your way. You're bound and determined to do it your way. And God's saying today, time to change that. Time to change that. Because you know what? Some of us, some of us are even good enough. We can twist God's word to align with our way. But when we do it, there's something on the inside that says, no, nah, you know that ain't right. You know that ain't right. You know, you know this isn't God's way. You know, you know that forgiveness is God's way. You, you know that, that for you to release them, is, that's God's way. You, you know, for, for, hello, somebody. So we're going to pray a prayer together. And if you've been living life your way, 
and it's time, and you say, you know what? Today, I'm going to embark on a journey, and I'm going to let God direct my ways so I can collide with His will. And even in the areas where I don't see it, I don't understand it, but God, I'm going to do this thing your way. If that's you today, then I'm going to ask you to make this prayer personal. We're not going to call you out. We're not going to embarrass you. But if you're here today and you say, okay, today is the day. I'm surrendering my way, my will. I'm making this my prayer. While nobody's looking around, I just want you to hold your hand up and say, that's me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, they're everywhere. Just hold them, just hold them up for a second. Just, just lift it up. And, and if you're sitting there thinking about it, join these guys. You say, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I've been doing life my way. Amen. Okay, now you, you can put those down. And, and, and God, I just thank you that you're doing a work in us, through us, for us, amongst us, and by us. God, I, 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 I just I, I know that there's, there's even more. They're still kind of clinging to this. No, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. So, Holy Spirit, we want to release you in this place to stir the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls. Not so that they'll do what we want, but God, so that they can live the life you want. We want to be soft and pliable. So we're going to pray this prayer. And everybody in the room is going to pray it. God, cause a, a collision in the spirit realm to implode upon the, the spirits, the hearts, the minds of, of each of us that you're calling to a new level. Lord, you're delivering us from chains of bondage. You're, you're pulling us. You're pulling us. I want everybody to everybody look at me for just a minute because it's like God's, God's dealing with somebody. And you're like, my God, I've just gone backwards so far. You know, I, I lost my job. I, you know, we lost the house. We lost the money. We, we lost our marriage. We, we lost, and it just, we just get, we're, we've gone backwards so far. Check it out. You have a bow. And you have an arrow. And if you want it to launch a long ways north, you got to pull it back a long ways south. See, the enemy's trying to convince you that you've slid back way too far. Well, maybe God's going to launch you. Man, there's somebody in the room today, and you're resisting God. Because you know, you know the area of your life that's outside of his way. And you're fighting to keep your way. And you've dug your heels in. You're like, I ain't even raising my hand. Because if God wants my attention, he's going to have to do a little bit more than ask me to raise my hand. Okay. You know what? There's a couple of you. And I could actually come get you. But there's something I'd say, hold on, hold on. So here's what we're going to, we're going to let it be your choice. Because there's this huge breakthrough, huge breakthrough for your life. And all you're looking at, what you're giving up. And the, and, and the enemy doesn't want you to see what you're going to be able to take hold of. Because right now you can't get a hold of what God wants to put in your hand because you're living life your way. And there's certain things he can't get. you got to grow before he can bless you. 
And if you're sitting here and your heart rate's just a little bit quicker right now, and you're going, oh, crap. Because guess what? Before you could have just raised your hand, but no, 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 that wasn't your way of doing it. Okay. Now you're going to stand. You're just going to stand up and say, okay, I get it. I need to surrender my way. I want the breakthrough more than I want the privacy. You might as well stand up. It's awesome. It's awesome. Don't, don't you dare sit down. Oh, my God, I can't believe he made me stand. Oh, that was just the beginning. Now you just need to make your way out, and you're going to come, and you're going to stand right here because I'm going to touch it. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on, come on, clap while they come. Get down here. Just come stand right here. I don't understand why people don't want to be a part of this. I'm just saying. You know, you know what's going to happen? And, and I'm not going to do any, anything too bizarre. You know, I just, I just want to agree with you in prayer. But I want you to understand something, that the enemy almost ripped you off. Yeah, he told you stuff like, you don't deserve to be happy. You, you can't have the will of God because you, you're just not smart enough. You ain't strong enough. You can't live for God. He's lying, man. Paint the line. Lie from the pit of hell. You're not going to make it. Lie from the pit of hell. You, you'll never get over this. You, you, you're not strong enough to break these chains. You've tried. You've tried and you've failed before. No, I've fertilized before. See, brother, you know what God's going to do? He's going to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond anything that you could ever ask or think. Man of God, man of God, world changer. The enemy's told you that you don't matter. Just, just honestly, has that thought ever went through your mind that you don't really make a difference? Yeah. And why would the enemy say that? Because of the amazing difference you're going to make. Dude. Give me a hand. The purpose and the plan of God for you? So stinking huge. The plan, man. God's going to do amazing things through you. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, church, just reach your hands out towards these people. And I don't care if the ice cream melts. We'll be okay. 
hope. See, I, this, in my spirit, it's like the enemy's tried to rob all hope. And God wants to birth fresh hope. His plan is to give you hope and future. See, you can't... Um, is this okay? Can I be a little personal? There's things, there's moments when you, like, like a lot of other people, it's as if you've wished it would just end. Because the enemy doesn't want you to know what he's about to begin. What he is about to begin in you Real, just real quick, if, if you've toyed with the idea of just ending it, man, life, I've screwed it up. I've been dealt the wrong hand. I'm in the wrong place with the wrong people, with the wrong opportunity. Man, the best answer is just to end this. If that thought has been running in your head. I want you to get ready to get free. Let, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because the enemy wants you to end it so that you never experience what he's about ready to begin. And I am confident that he who has begun a good work won't stop I just, I just want to pray for all of you. I just want you to reach your hands. Just, just lift your hands up. Just surrender. Today is the day of surrender. Just lift your hands. Uh, you know, I'm uncomfortable with that. Good. See, it's something about surrender. If somebody sticks a gun in your back, you put them up. Uh, they, you, you don't turn around, well, I'm not really comfortable with that. No, sorry. You got a gun in your back. And today, God, we surrender. We give up our word to embrace your word. We give up our way to know your way. We're giving up our will to experience your will. So right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I just thank you for freedom and vision and strength and hope and deliverance. Right now, in Jesus' name. Right now, in Jesus' name. Be free. Be free. Be free in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, infuse my sister with an inner strength. You're a warrior. You're a warrior. God's going to raise you up, and there's a voice in you, and the enemy's trying to silence it. But you're going to get loud. You're going to get bold. You're going to get brave. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father, for healing, for restoration. Thank you for restoration. What the enemy's ripped from your grip, he's got to give it back right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. Thank you for fresh life, fresh hope, fresh joy, fresh peace. Thank you, God, that in the middle of the warfare, you're bringing us victory. God, we celebrate it today. We, we celebrate it today. We're never going to be the same again. We're never going to be the same again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for help. Thank you for vision. Thank you for breakthrough. Thank you for anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, church, get up on your feet and sing it out to him. Come on, celebrate. You're perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are, you are. Yes, you are, my Lord. I have to, I have to kind of do this just a little bit. Because, you know, there's just different times of getting a different anointing. And if you, if you got to run a Chuck E. Cheese, I can care less. Come here. You're going to step right up here. Shelby, come here. There's something very special on you. Do you know that? Do, do, do you know that there's something insanely special on you? There is. Hmm. I just, I have to pray for you. Okay? I have to. It's like just, just screaming in me. And, and, and dude, there's somebody, there's another dude. Just hold on here. And you, come here. Dude, God wants to use you to wreak havoc against the powers of hell. There, there are things, there's things that have a hold of you. Yeah, and, 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 and you feel like a rag doll getting tossed around. But it's like, my God, the devil's got a hold of me, and he's so strong, and he's so powerful, and I don't know if I can ever get him to go, right? Well, God's given you authority over all the power of the enemy. See, here's, 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 what, here's what the enemy doesn't want you to know, is that the, the enemy has power. You have authority. And the power of the enemy has to yield to your authority. See, and because, because you're about ready to step into something. Dude, I'm telling you something. You're going to step into a realm of, uh, of relationship with Jesus Christ like you ain't never. It's going to blow your freaking mind. Okay? You, I mean, I'm serious. Everything you ever thought about church, church life, God, God life, he's going to like, dude, let me just tell you something. No. What you were thinking? Uh-uh. Okay? You ain't gonna be some pansy Bible toting freak. You're gonna be a warrior. Serious. Hey, you okay? Just stay right. Let me tell you something. You know what they kept asking Samson? Where do you get your strength? Where do you get your strength? He didn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't care what they got down at the Bible bookstore, pictures of some muscle-bound freak. No, they looked at him and then went, I don't get it. 
Where do you get your strength? That's what, that's what, where'd you get that strength? Where'd you get that anointing? I don't know what you do or what you're going to do. I don't know who you are or you know, who God's forming you to be. But I'm going to tell you something. There, there, there is a draw on the anointing of God. It's going to radically change you. Radically. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, every chain of bondage that's ever, that's ever attempted to attach itself to this young man of God, we, we command it to loose him and let him go right now in Jesus' name. And let that warrior spirit rise up on the inside of him. God, just, just let a holy boldness come on him and cause his heart and his mind to be like a sponge, hungry for the Word of God, hungry for the things of God, hungry for the ways of God because of the will of God that's called him today. It's, it's delivered him out of darkness and it's translating it. Man, God's changing you right now. You know, and, and you want to know what's funny? Is you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like, hey, before church, you know, let's let's just have a hit or two. You know, let's let's let, let's just, huh? And, and here you are, and God pulls you out, and He's like, He's got you by the neck, and He's like looking at you, saying, "Dude, you got an enemy that's trying to kill you, and I'm trying to give you life. Probably want to choose life." Shelby, I just, I just want you to put your arms around her. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I, I, I just know, God, that your love is just encompassing my sister. Now, God, it's going to lift her. It's going to lift her up. And, 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 Lord, the cap, the limitation that, that's been in, in her heart and in her mind, the limitation of, of, of what the future is and, and, and who she is and her ability. And God, I, I know that by the Spirit, you are causing that, that, that lid to be ripped off, and you're going to elevate her. To, to places she's never seen, known, understood before. And God, the cool thing is she's not going alone. And she's lifting others. And Lord, I, I just celebrate that. We thank you. We put a hedge of protection around her right now. In Jesus' name. And, and the ones that have tried to harm her, the ones that have tried to control her, the ones that have tried to dictate the decisions, we, by the Spirit of God, we bind it, we cut that, we sever those chains, and we loose her and set her free right now. In Jesus' name. Come on, give him a victory shout. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. Just worship him for a minute. You are, you are. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You you One more. Come on. Come on. Come on, give him one more victory shout, one more praise. Thank you, guys. Love you, man. I can't wait. Amen. Hey, hey, just real quick, go ahead, go back to your seats, you guys. Just 
just, uh, matter of fact, let's e even just be seated because, you know, sometimes uh, you, there's just, there's more. But you are perfect. Just want you to rest. We just rest in your presence, Lord. You are, you are, you are perfect. Perfect in all your ways. All your ways. I want to do that third verse. That third verse, okay, set it up. You know which one I'm talking about? And when we, when we get to that, you call in this deeper and deeper and deeper. We're going to keep doing those two lines. Okay, go ahead. Third verse. As you call me, as you call me, deeper, as you, as you call me, as you call me, deeper still, oh, as you call me, as you call me, Lord, as you call me, deeper still, as you call, a couple more times, come on. Still as you call me, deeper still as you call me, into your love, into you love, you're a good it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm loved. As you call me deeper, deeper still as you Here's the thing. See, we are under the impression, wow, we're there. No, he's calling you. Deeper. He's calling you deeper. He's calling you deeper. You cannot afford to let yourself leave this place. This is uh, the word place. Check it out. 
The word place is position of effectual opportunity. See, the Lord is in this place. And now we ain't talking about the building. We're talking about this position of effectual opportunity. And God, by His Spirit, He leads us and guides us into a collision. And He's unfolding His will for right now in your life. And He's calling you deeper still. See, you can't afford to leave this place, this position of effectual opportunity, and go back and do life the way you were doing it. I think sometimes church life, you know, we have a, wow, that was crazy. Let's go eat ice cream. And, and, and we get sucked right back into the routine that was killing us, that he delivered us from. And we're at a moment of breakthrough for a bunch of people. And your life doesn't never, ever, 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 ever have to be the same again. But it is, it is the enemy's job to check you on that. The sower sows the seed, the seed's the word of God, and immediately the enemy comes to take the seed. Why? Because if you let the seed remain, the seed's going to grow you, which will position you so he can bless you. I just, I, just, I just so want the blessing of God. You got to grow, baby. You got to grow. You got to grow. You got to face that stupid lion with nothing in your hand. Nothing in your hand. You're about ready to have the biggest year you've ever had. But I tell you what. Don't be surprised if God takes you down to a spot where you realize it's not by my power. It's not by my strength. It's by thy spirit. See, the will of God, man, I just, this is crazy. It's like, there's a few people, I wish you'd just wrap your brain around it so we could go eat ice cream. But uh, uh, there's a few people, man, listen to me, the will of God. The will of God. You eat, the enemy has you questioning it all over the place. And you can't. You, you know what has the ability to sink your faith? Second thoughts. Peter, walking on the water, began to sink. Oh, ye of little faith. Why do you start doubting? The word doubt is give it a second. Why do you go to a second thought? Man, you had my word. Walk, walk it out. You had my word. Walk it out. You're not going to sink. You're not going to fail. You're, you're, you're not going to, I'm never going to fail you. You might have to suffer, but if you suffer according to the will of God, just keep doing what's right because God will never fail you. And he's pulling you to a place. He's pulling you to a place. Some of you guys, you, you should be leading people into insane liberty, but you're still living outside in the fringes. Why? Because you're doing it your way. We're going to change the world. But it starts with letting God change us. Look at where he's brought us. Man, this ain't clear water. But this ain't the end. This ain't the end. We have not arrived. You got to let him. Man, he's pulling you. He's pulling you. As he calls me deeper 
as he calls you got to answer that call you got to answer that call yeah here I am God call me you call me your own I am yours and you are mine you're calling me to new levels calling me by your spirit you're calling me grow me Lord as you call me deep love 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 Love, love, love. You're a good yeah, you are, you are, you it's are. Who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved, I'm loved. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're perfect, perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. To us. Come on, one more time. Shout it out. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are. You are You are perfect in all of your ways. You are. Come on, give him a victory shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Never going to be the same again. Never going to be the same again. I'm telling you, God wants to mess you up. The things that you care about, he wants you to not care. Things you're hunting for, he wants you to not hunt. Just show me your way. Your way's perfect. Your way's perfect. See, don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove to yourself that God's will is good. God wanted to prove to you that His will for you is good. His will is perfect. Nothing missing, no lack. You ain't going to lose out. But see, the challenging one of that verse is that be, be, be not confronted to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove to your own self that God's will is good, that God's will is perfect, that God's will is acceptable. So here's the problem, is that you can accept something else. But you are also able to accept His will. Acceptable. You have the ability not just to receive it, to complete it. You have the ability 
to fulfill the will of God. You have the ability. Because when he called you, he empowered you. Is God working in you, giving you both the passion and the power to do the life that pleases him? See, you just got to wrap your mind around the reality that, man, his ways are perfect. He's, he, he's, he's, he's qualified me. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has qualified me. Man, the devil, you know, and, and the world and some of your family members are wanting to tell you, you ain't good enough, you ain't smart enough, you ain't strong enough, you're not, you're not qualified. He qualified you. He loves you. He, he loved you. And he predestined you. Then he called you. I mean, dude, the calling's way on down the list. Then he justified you. You're right in the middle of the will of God. And don't you let no lying devil tell you otherwise. You mean things can't be better? You know what? Here's the thing. Is that the more you open the word of God, the more you understand the ways of God. And you realize that the ways of God, if I would do it his way, his will would be much more accessible. But even in the midst, when, you walk, when you're walking through the fire, you don't get burned. And when you're wading through the floods, they don't overtake you. If God be for me, who gives a flying flip? Huh? Come on. You need to celebrate your victory and live from that victory. You know, you know what I'd do if I was you? Right now, whatever happened on Wednesday in your calendar, you go home and change it. It's first Wednesday. And here's where we're going to start on Wednesday. Right here. We're going to start right here. We're going to take an hour. I'm going to show you how fast an hour can go. In the presence of God. Tuesday. Men. You're not just coming to power lunch, but you're bringing some of those skanky friends. And you're buying them lunch. And you're letting them see that, you know what? Sitting at a table with a bunch of believers, it's actually kind of a nice thing to do. Kind of cool. Kind of works. And you know what you're going to do? You know, you know what you're going to do? Hey, tonight, second mile. Because before he can bless you, he's got to grow you. So I guess maybe we're going to have to rearrange our schedule and we're going to have to like go to Bible school or something. You can do it tonight here at 6. You know, uh, uh, and you're going to engage with the things of God. And if that means, if that means, you know what my wife's doing right now? You don't care if, you, if I tell you. It doesn't matter. Just nod. Ten weeks. You know, she just, hey, ten weeks. No social media. So if, if, if I need you to post something for me, would you do it? Yeah, I'll do it. You know what? You don't actually have to be on Facebook all the time. You really 
You really don't need 73 hours of DVR programs to make it through the day. You could open the book. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you want to know what's crazy? Is there so much in this story that I shouldn't have to tell you? Let's go out there and change the world. But let's start right here.